Hey, what's up, insiders? Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie and loves a plot twist, and also putting away money for retirement. Since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever, I'm sorry. So listen, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And I always tell everybody, your success is our success. And it's true. So within digital marketing, ATM Together was born January 2021. I was still a one-man team. Humble beginnings. Right, right, right. I'm sure you could resonate with Oh, me. absolutely. 100%. Yeah. But also having my family doubt me. Mm. My family consistently calling me saying, don't do it. Wow. Even when I'm putting my two weeks, every single day, my mom will call me. Are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't do this. Don't do this. Because once you're the biggest guy in the room or biggest gal in the yeah. room, guess what? You have grown the circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have to go find new rooms. So essentially, that's what my mindset was. Yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I know you want to watch this next video, but listen, if you are an entrepreneur, business coach, business consultant, or a small business owner who has a story and wants to learn how to create multiple streams of income from your story, I need you to text me right now. My book to 646-687-4152. That is my personal number. I have been an author for over 12 years. I've written 10 books. Four of them have been bestsellers and I've sold over 100,000 books. But I've also helped a lot of my clients take their expertise and put it into a story, then create multiple streams of income from that. So I wanna help you do the same thing. So text my book to 646-687-4152. All right, all right, let's go back to the video. So welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, as of 2020, the global ATM market size grew up to $20 billion. That's billion with a B. And the number of automated telemachines across the globe remains stable at 41.24 machines per 100,000 people in 2020. But listen to this. By 2026, the ATM market is predicted to reach $28.82 billion 
dollars. This is clearly a business we should all be looking into. Our next guest is a former detective in law enforcement that discovered the power of digital marketing when he got into the ATM industry and decided to help thousands of aspiring entrepreneurs by building their ATM businesses nationwide in the United States. He has been able to grow his business to $15 million in revenue since launching in 2021. Now he runs a multi-million dollar digital business focusing on building ATM businesses nationwide and currently owns the largest ATM business Facebook group called the ATM business for beginners with an excess of 60,000 members ladies and gentlemen round of applause for my guy Paul Alex, what's up, brother? Nah, Ash, how you doing, man? Man, what an intro, man. I love the energy, dude. Nah, I, I love the energy. You, brother. I think that, um, you know, what we try to do on Inside the Vault um, is really bring uh, different ways that people could build wealth, specifically um, entrepreneurs, people who work nine to five, those who are finding ways, you know, we, we're, we're all realizing uh, that, you know, abundance is our birthright and everybody deserves wealth. Um, and so a lot of a lot of us wealth was, um, you know, something that wasn't in our household that we didn't know about it. Um, and so it's like, how do we participate in some of these lucrative businesses? That's why, you know, when I when, when, when we connected, I said, oh, nah, we have to have you on the show because that's something that, you know, we don't talk about ATM businesses. Right. right. So we're going to get into all of that. But before we start, for those who don't know who is. Or Alex. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the intro, man. Like yes, once man. again, but uh, I come from a law enforcement background. I come from the nine to five. I come from an American immigrant family. Um, man, I mean, humble beginnings, man. Yeah. I wasn't born with parents that were wealthy. Yeah. I, I, I come from a household where I didn't have financial literacy um, being taught to me at an early age. I had to actually learn all of this uh, as I was growing up in life, man. And I started working since the age of 15 and a half. Wow. But to get started within my full-time entrepreneurship with ATMs, okay, I was uh, seven years in law enforcement. I uh, basically, what I always like to say, I was voluntold to go into like investigations or whatnot my second year as uh, being a beat cop. Mm -hmm. I was uh, very uh, about helping people. Mm -hmm. I've always uh, pictured myself being a provider, being a giver, giving back to the community. That's just the type of mindset and heart that I, that I have as a person. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm a giver, man. You ask anybody from my family, my friends, man, that's just the way I roll. Yeah. I want my circle to win. Yeah. So um, with that being said, I got into investigations, did almost every single unit you could think of in law enforcement, uh, gang unit. I, I was part of an undercover narcotics task force. I think about 21 Jump Street, man. Mm. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I show up to like an abandoned building at a church. They're like, hey, this is day one. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're, we, we're about to raid 21 houses. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm so serious. I yeah. uh, did that for three and a half years and then went to Special Victims Unit. Uh, worked with children. I mean, did it absolute everything you can think of. But eventually, I was working 60 to 100 hour work weeks, man. Mm. And essentially, um, I followed the footsteps of what my mom told her because I, I love my mom. Mm -hmm. I love my mom. She raised me uh, as a single mother when I was uh, growing up. Me and my two sisters, um, they're all in the medical field. They try to get me to be a nurse. I hate needles. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it, man. So I was a black sheep, you know. Right. I got into uh, law enforcement. Well, pff, 
before that, I, I did an assortment of things, but I was a nightclub promoter. Uh, I got into corporate America, did sales, did a sales manager, got into law enforcement, was a detective, and now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Wow. So I, when I tell anybody that you could literally do anything that you put your mind to, mm -hmm. you really can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I never thought I was going to be in law enforcement. But within the last two years of being a detective, I saw that I was working so much that at that time I was the, at the age of 29. Mm. And at the age of 29, hey, it's true what your parents tell you. Everything slows down exactly. as you get older. Yeah, yeah. But you don't realize that. Yeah. In your 20s, you have so much energy. You remember the times that, I mean, I don't know if you went out in your 20s, man, mm -hmm. but nightclub promoter, dude, I, I, I didn't sleep. Right, facts. You know, I'd, I'd go out, party for, three, uh, for, for all night, come back, sleep for three hours, and then go work my 9 to 5, and I'd do it all over again. Yep. You know, not a problem. Yep. Nowadays, I got to be in bed by 8, man. Knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked out, really. Like, yeah. I, yeah. otherwise, I can't function yeah. the next day. Yeah. And that's just what it is. As you get older, you start realizing your body's not the same anymore. Yeah. So as I was doing that profession, okay, um, physically, mentally, spiritually, I was just getting broken down, man. Yeah. And quickly, yeah. okay? So I couldn't see myself being there for 25 years. Years. And it got to the point where now I, it, it wasn't even enjoyable or that fulfillment that I initially had going to that nine to five. I thought I found like the career that I wanted to be. I envisioned myself being a captain of police. I envisioned myself being a lieutenant, a sergeant, being a young, being a mentor mm -hmm. to these younger officers, learning how to communicate to the community and be able to relate to the people. But at the end of the day, man, that all changed when the dynamic of my environment was just toxic. Yeah. You know, everybody was just like, well, you know, you want to go buy that car, go work another 20 hours a wow. week. I'm like, dude, I already worked 60 hours, right. you know? And I come from the Bay Area. The Bay Area is in Northern California near San Francisco. And it's so expensive. Right. I mean, a million-dollar house, man, it gives you a shock. Right. You know, it's right. crazy. Right. We were just talking about, you know, yep. New York and Atlanta yep. and Florida, you know, how why people move to different states and cities because the cost of living. Absolutely. You know, you get more for your money. Yeah. And uh, essentially, all my family is based in California. I was born and raised there. And I, I can't be away from my mom, man. My mom is yeah. everything. Thing. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stay here for you, for, for my friends, for everybody. That's just what I know. So essentially, I found an opportunity from a coworker. The coworker was actually researching this for years. Mm -hmm got stuck on analysis paralysis, mm. which happens to a ton of entrepreneurs, yeah. which I started talking to thousands of entrepreneurs since I got into digital marketing. Mm. And um, come to find out, I had to do with ATMs. Never knew about ATMs. This was back in 2017, going into 2018. Uh, I was already uh, in law enforcement for quite a bit. And uh, due diligence, read a couple books, uh, YouTube. I wasn't on social media since MySpace. I know I'm aging myself, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'll just tell you what it is, man. I wasn't on social media for close to eight years wow it was so bad i remember i was going out on a date yeah. and the girl was like hey what's your ig i was like what's ig and she's like instagram yeah. and i was just like i don't have one she's wow. like are you weird wow i was just like yeah literally call me out on the day i was right. like no, I just don't have one. Right, and it's just right. because, you know, I'm not into social media like that. Yeah. She's like, everybody has social media. You know, that's how you exchange contact information right, exactly, out there. Exactly, and it, it is true. That's how it is. You know, nowadays you in 2023. Like, Yo, what's your IG? <laughs> exactly, right. man. What's your IG instead of your phone number? Right. I'm still old school, man. I still yeah. like talking to people on the phone like yeah. this. Yeah. That's just not the way I'm, I'm social. Right. So then uh, go on there, join a ton of Facebook groups. Mm. And I know it sounds 
you know, I'm sounding old school right now, but Facebook groups work, man. Mm -hmm. Essentially, free communities yeah. where they put like-minded individuals, just like you and I, yeah. and we are an expert in our niche. Yeah. So that's why I love the Facebook uh, community, those mm -hmm. Facebook groups. You get to talk to people that are into what you're into. Mm -hmm. So after researching, I went and I actually bought six ATMs. Mm. I was able to buy six ATMs. Each ATM at that time, this was back in, I'm going to say roughly two, the end of 2018, uh, 2019, uh, they were going for $2,100 mm. an ATM. So an ATM for $2,100. $2,100. Wow. When you think about it, when you start any business, any franchise, like right. McDonald's, for example, how much are your initial startup costs? I mean, you're thinking millions of dollars, <laughs> dollars at least. I mean, right? a minimum of a quarter mil. Of course. A minimum, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and you're not even counting running uh, expenses, operating expenses, all that jazz, employees. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a lot of pressure, man. Yep. And uh, very, very low net profitability. Yep. So with ATM, I saw this as opportunity because number one, it was simple. Yep. Number two, I'm, I straight up tell everybody like this. Yeah, I'm nowadays I might be like a multimillionaire, but back then I wasn't. Yeah. And then also, I just didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I wasn't raised into a wealthy family. I come, like I said, from an immigrant American family. My, yeah. my mom, she's from Peru. Mm. Peru's in South America. Mm -hmm. She migrated over here, was mm -hmm. a housekeeper, then studied, learned English, yeah. and then finally got into the medical field, which yeah. then my sister's adapted to, right? Because mm -hmm. essentially, if your parents teach you like, hey, you know, your dad's, let's say, a cop. Right. Uh, guess what the sons are going to be? Cops. More than likely, they're going to be a law enforcement. Yeah, and yeah. that's just what it was, right? Yeah. So, um, and then my dad, Mexican. Mm -hmm. My dad came from Mexico, mm -hmm. construction worker, and then he started doing his own entrepreneurship thing. So that's where the entrepreneurship yeah. mindset actually got into play because yeah. he started doing his own restaurants. He owned several taquerias. Mm. And then um, ultimately, they ended up separating, mm -hmm. okay? So from there... I went and I installed six ATMs. Mm -hmm. The startup was pretty simple. Bought the ATMs at $2,100 a pop. Mm -hmm. I put roughly about two to $3,000 mm -hmm. inside of each ATM mm -hmm. to have withdrawal. So whenever a client comes and actually uses your machine at yep. the location, they're withdrawing your actual personal cash. Right. So you can actually say you're the bank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then from there, you connect with a company who provides you the processing network. Mm. What the processing network is, is essentially it's a network just like a cell phone mm -hmm. where it actually uh, facilitates the transactions mm -hmm. from the ATM to the banking network mm -hmm. to your actual business banking account. Mm -hmm. So whenever your ATM runs empty, mm -hmm. okay, not only is the processing network going to refund your initial startup cash, the mm -hmm. two to 3,000, mm -hmm. but also the fees. Mm -hmm. So that's all your profitability right there. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Very simple business. So, 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 just, so just, just to understand, right, $2,100 for the ATM, you put $3,000 into it, you're connected to a network. Mm -hmm. Every time somebody takes money out, it gives them the money plus is going to charge them whatever the ATM fee is. Usually, usually around $3. Like $3. Um, and so now once that 3000 runs out, this network gives you your 3000 and then gives you also the fees, the $3 every time somebody used it, cool. minus some fee, right? Because they, they, they're going to be, they, they charge a fee for the service, right? This is a great point. Yeah. I didn't know any better in the beginning. Mm. So I signed up with a major ATM corporation mm -hmm. that actually gave me a pretty bad deal. Mm. They were taking roughly about 20 to, I believe it was like 25% of my surcharge profits. Wow. So that $3, they were taking roughly about 25% mm -hmm. of those profits yeah. and they were keeping it for letting me use their network, right. okay? Nowadays, mm -hmm. every, almost everybody provides that network for free. Mm. Wow, wow. <laughs> Not only that, but for anyone that's watching this right now, you 
can go ahead and I always tell everybody, do your due diligence. Yeah. It's a business, no yeah. matter how small it is. Mm-hmm. Go and get three bits. Get three bits. Get three pricing uh, for your ATM. Get pricing for the network yeah. and see who you actually vibe with the best. Yeah. Uh, because essentially, if they're treating you right up front, they're providing great customer service. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that's the company you want to go with. Yeah. Because if they're being dismissive or let's say they're not giving you the best deal, guess mm-hmm. what's going to happen once you start doing business with them? Mm-hmm. They're going to act the same. Headaches yeah, and, yep. even, and even worse, right? Yep. So essentially... Uh, from there, I got tied into a three-year contract with that company. I paid seven thousand mm. dollars my first year to get out of the contract. I hired a mentor mm. from the six ATMs within eighteen months. I went up to thirty ATMs, which generated me close to ten to twelve thousand mm. dollars in residual passive income. Wow! Now, how much time was I actually using to actually make this money? Right. This was covering my bills. Mm. This was almost making equivalent to what I was doing at the police force wow. at the time. So essentially, I was financially free when Absolutely. I think about that, right? Absolutely, yeah. Now, all the cash flow. Passively, though, too. Passively, yeah, right? Yeah. I would put in about three hours of work a month mm. just to load up the machines. Wow. Very simple business. Yeah. Anyone can do it. This is why right now the clients that I have at this stage of the game yeah. is lawyers, mm. doctors, mm. federal judges, mm. cops, firefighters. Yeah. Um, I even got some artists, man. Mm. We just got even podcasters. Wow, wow. We, got, we got everybody yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the game. And this <laughs> yeah. is just additional income because right. you have to diversify your assets, Absolutely. man. Yeah. And think of ATMs like this. Mm-hmm. It's a floating asset. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because if the location doesn't work out, if mm-hmm. it doesn't have high foot traffic, if you're not making money in there, mm-hmm. it's not like real estate. You could pick up a whole house and move mm-hmm. it, right? You cannot, right. If ATM, it's just four mm-hmm. bolts, boom, move it to a new location. Now you're cash flow. Wow, wow, wow. So it's amazing. Wow. And then, and then so, so, how, so how did you scale now, right? So you started with six ATMs, you go to 30 ATMs, and then you grow this to a $15 million Dollar enterprise. How, how did you do that? It's a very unique story. Yeah. So I initially, I, I always tell people, whoever you follow, mm-hmm. whether it's a mentor, whether it's a business owner, mm-hmm. whether it's someone that you want to be like at the level of success they're at right now, see what they have actually done in that niche or industry. Mm. Now, you could go ahead and the fastest way to actually get to success or the level of success that you want in life is just to copy someone who's already successful. Absolutely. If I want it, just like we were talking about your book, man, I I want to pick your brain because I'm already thinking of doing that next month. You know, it's been a minute that I've been in full-time entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I've done a quite few accomplishments and now I think people need to hear my story right so hey who's a better person to come (laughs) right Ash you've done quite quite a few books man you know you're publishing you're doing all that jazz so you're the perfect fit with that being said um, I go ahead and I jump on Facebook. Like I said, I was doing the Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to one of my buddies and he's just like, dude, you should just leave law enforcement and grow your ATM business. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you're right. I should. But I just jumped online. And you know what's so different? Because I come from MySpace era. Yeah. I know I'm aging myself, okay? Right. But I come from MySpace era where they weren't promoting. Right programs, mentorships. They weren't showcasing business owners. And if there was influencers, if there was business owners, they weren't talking about their business. So now in from like 2017 to about where we're at right now, 2023, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's going to go on forever. You have access Mm -hmm. to multi-millionaires, billionaires, Elon Musk doing tweets and he can reply to you. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can only imagine. Can you only imagine if we had access to this when we were growing up? I agree. I Dude, agree. we probably wouldn't be sitting here. I, I agree, 100%. We, we probably have our own islands over here, like. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and that's a good point, though, because, I, because I mean, I remember the MySpace days, um, and those are really, like, young people partying, like, no professionals on there at all. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you something, and this comes with being part of your environment. Mm-hmm. So at that time, MySpace was uh, available. Yeah. I was 18 years old. I had just freshly became a nightclub promoter. I was already doing HTML flyers mm. on people's pages. Yeah. I was getting people's phone numbers mm. through little widgets mm. for my phone list so yep. I could hit them up on my parties. Mm. That's yep. just, this is why I was able to get 1,500 people on a Friday night to fill up the whole club. Wow. But I didn't know any better. See, if I would have had a mentor back then right. to tell me like, Paul, keep growing, right. you go into digital, go right. into the tech world, or right. go and just focus on digital marketing, yeah. oh, I'd be a monster. Right, right, right. whatever's it, you know? it, yeah. But uh, to get back to how uh, the transition of having my own tangible ATM business mm-hmm. to now ATM together, which is this massive monster online regarding the ATM industry, mm-hmm. is essentially Facebook overhe- overheard me mm-hmm. talk about potentially building a program. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? I have some success mm-hmm. in building my own tangible ATM business. It made me financially free. Right. At that time, I was still in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why don't I just do this? Mm-hmm. This is just like diversifying my money. And the ATM business is not taking a lot of my money, yeah. a lot of my time. Right. So then, um, essentially, I had a friend. You always have that one good friend, yep. man, out of everybody. And he's yeah. just like, just do it, bro. Yeah. Like, you're smart. You're capable. Yeah. So I buy a book. I start with a book. And I always tell everybody, when you want to invest in yourself, you don't have to invest tens of thousands of dollars. It could literally start with a $5 book. Absolutely. And that's what I did. I bought a $5 book that Mm. taught me the basics of digital marketing, the Mm. foundations, just basically uh, almost like, uh, you know, ClickFunnels, Mm -hmm. Russell Brunson, original OG books. And uh, Reddit, it was so captivating, the story, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm Story-based. And it was a book funnel. I ended up jumping on a call with a sales guy. Mm-hmm. $10,000 later, mm. I ended up buying a program, my first program. Yeah. And I told him, I still remember, he asked me, Paul, what are you going to focus on online? Mm. Like, what, what are you going to teach people? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I'm only successful in two things because I'm not the smartest person in the world. Mm-hmm. Is number one, I'm pretty decent in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, I've moved up the ranks. I could be a sergeant. You know, I'm a leader and all this jazz. Um, and then the second thing is ATMs. Right. <laughs> he laughed. He's like, ATMs? He's like, what are you talking about? Right, right. I was just like, yeah, I'm actually cash flowing about like 10, 12K, man, and mm. residuals every single month, yeah. and I don't barely work for it. Mm. And he's just like, what? Mm. He's like, double down on that. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, hey, potentially, how much do you think I can make mm. from like doing this program with you guys and actually learning how to implement and actually sell a program to uh, help people provide value and, and get them to start their ATM business? He's like, I'm telling you right now. Mm. He's like, there are guys making $150,000 a month. Mm. And I didn't believe him. Right. At the time, it was limiting beliefs. Right. Right? Because what you don't know is what you don't what know. What you don't know, yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? And it's also about who's part of your environment. Right. Everybody in my environment, right? When I started the ATM business, mm-hmm. my mom bashed it. Right. <laughs> my stepdad bashed it. Mm-hmm. My girl at the time bashed it. Mm-hmm. She actually clowned me. She was just like, you're a detective. Wow. What are you doing? Wow. 
Like, you're, gonna, you're playing around with ATMs. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> you know, like, it's not, it wasn't like my ultimate dream, right. but at the end of the day, it just made sense. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, I could cash flow this. It yeah. makes sense, right? Why not? It's a boring business. Yeah. And um, so then when that worked out, everybody's like, okay, okay, mm, you got lucky. Right, you right, got right, lucky, right, your right. little business, right? Yeah. They always like to downplay and call it your little business. Yeah. And then when I got into digital marketing, same exact thing. Yeah. I, uh, on my time off, I would actually stay at the office mm-hmm. late night mm-hmm. and, uh, I was off the clock. I was just looking at the program, going through the videos. It had to be over like a hundred hours of videos, just educating me on digital marketing because mm-hmm. I didn't know any better. Yeah. I still at the time didn't have an IG mm-hmm. and I just had Facebook. Right. And, uh, I'm talking about when I started building like my, my funnels, my websites, they were ugly, bro. Mm. <laughs> they, they were not beautiful at all. Yeah. It was just a picture of me. Literally holding a blank piece of paper saying, I can help you start the ATM business. Yeah, Literally. Yeah, and I was yeah, just like, this is sad. Now yeah, that I look at it, I'm like, damn, but humble beginnings. Yeah, right. Humble beginnings, right? right? Who would have right, known? Right. So then I built that and I just start investing more and more in myself. Mm. And the reason why is because little breadcrumbs started coming to me. Mm. What do I mean by that? The first three months I started digital marketing. It was roughly in April of 2020. By September of 2020, my first month, I have hit, actually, after releasing my program, $3,000. Wow, okay. I'm like, okay, okay. this is good yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I'm seeing, you know, consultants online yeah. saying, I could show you how to make half a million dollars a month. Right. You know, just buy this course for whatever. whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if these guys are telling the truth or, yeah. like, if they're really doing it, right? So then push it to the limit, man. You know, during this time, COVID happens. Mm. So I think it was just like the perfect storm. The almost. perfect storm. Yeah, because yeah. when you think about it, the pandemic changed everyone's lives. Absolutely, yeah. Dude, it bumped up uh, different businesses, yeah. like uh, food application businesses, mm-hmm. Uber Eats, all that jazz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now people don't even want to go out to eat at Absolutely, restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Now, now when you go to the nightclub scene, people don't even want to go out no mm-hmm. more. They'd rather just go on dating apps or whatnot, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's the world is different so you have to adapt with the times Mm -hmm. right so uh as i saw that more and more i focused i doubled down and i'm like what is the void what is the void in the atm industry that's missing right now because you had a lot of how you could say indians Mm -hmm. in in uh these these facebook group that were trying to go ahead and basically take Mm. uh, a prospect and Mm. be like here here, buy for me buy for me Mm. but you didn't have a chief Right. You didn't have a chief that was just like, hey, I'm actually going to provide you the value. Right. And if you want to be my mentee or you want to buy my program, go ahead. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I went with that mindset of providing value. value. That's yeah. all I was. Yeah. And that's how ETM Business for Beginners started mm-hmm. because I went on these other Facebook groups. I would drop free knowledge. Mm-hmm. These OGs, and not to bash no one, but these OGs would be like, hey, what are you doing? Why mm. are you providing all these free information? Mm. What's the catch? Right. You're messing up our businesses. Right. And I'm like, dude, it's savage out here. And, and, and these, are, these are other people who had ATM businesses? Yes. Wow. These were people that were actually, they had connections right. with ISO. So these are independent sales organizations mm. that basically provide you the processing network. Right. And then they also can provide you with the actual machines. Okay. Okay. So essentially they were doing similar to what we do. Yeah. But we basically now, what we have done and the void was, we basically provide anyone a business in a box mm. with results yeah. with guarantees yeah. with the customer support right now my organization has over 40 employees wow. since it started in January of 2021 and mainly majority of those employees 
is to cover the customer service mm. and the fulfillment. Right. Because the value is everything. Yeah. And I always tell everybody, your success is our success. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. So within digital marketing, ATM Together was born January 2021. I was still a one-man team. Mm. Humble beginnings. Right, right, right. I'm sure you could resonate with Oh, me. absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I'm about 70K into programs mm. at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay? From and this the is 10K. 70K you, you've, you've invested. 70K, I've invested credit card debt. Yeah. My own money. Yep. I worked an additional 40 hours of overtime uh, as a detective. Mm. And I was taking the residuals from my actual ATMs and mm. reinvesting it into digital marketing. Wow. So I was... Hey, I was, I was going all in, man, mm-hmm. because it started growing a little by little. By March of 2021, I had revised and refined my offer mm-hmm. where we provide you with the location, the machine, mm-hmm. the processing, actual real-life mentors, weekly clinics, mm-hmm. customer service 24-7, mm-hmm. absolutely everything where you don't have to even think wow. about the business. And... By March of 2021, the business grew to $130,000. Wow. I was a one-man team. Wow. $130,000 per month. Per month. Wow. That was in March. Wow. What it took to get there, it took six months of me waking up at 3 a.m. in the Mm. morning because a lot of my clients were actually in New York. Mm. They were actually in the East Coast. Mm. So guess what? Three-hour time up, difference. Three-hour difference, yeah. Three-hour wow, time. Wow, wow. People were getting up at 6 a.m., man, yep. and they yep. were like, hey, we're going to do these calls before I go to work. I'm not going to say no. Right. Obviously, you know, I'm the one trying to you know, provide them the value yeah. so they can see to enroll. So then essentially I would wake up at 3 a.m. My actual shift at my 9 to 5 as a detective would start at 2. I was working swing shift. Wow. Okay? It would start at 2 p.m. So I would be taking consultation calls, handling all of the marketing, mm. write my own copy. Mm. Um, and essentially, I am going to give kudos to my profession because I had to write very detailed reports. Mm. And copy with marketing is everything. Mm, absolutely. Because yes, people, yes, totally people can see themselves. Yeah. And you can really build foundation with people with using words. Yeah. Words are so powerful. Absolutely. Man. That's why I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan, dude. Like, yeah. you, you got so many books. I'm mm. like a smart man because mm. you're doing it right. So... With that, I uh, hired my first consultant, started building my team. That one friend who told me, go all in at mm. work. Yeah. He was actually the youngest sergeant of police mm. for the department. Wow. And I had told him what, what had happened. And I was just like, dude, like, this is going on. This is, the digital business is growing. It's crazy. Thank, thank you for the push. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, get out of here. Mm. <laughs> he's like, get out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's just like. Like, you, you basically made your flat salary right. uh, on Passing. a month, right, right. you know, from, from digital, from ATMs and all that jazz. Right, right, right. What are you still doing here? Mm. You're wasting time. Yeah. So it was the most uncomfortable and nervous time of my life, yeah. leaving a secure job with benefits. Yeah. And also, not only that, but also having my family doubt me. Mm. My family consistently calling me saying, don't do it. Wow. Even when I'm putting my two weeks, every single day, my mom will call me. Are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't do this. Wow. Don't do this. Like, so I can relate to a ton of people that are probably going to listen to this or yeah. watch this. And you're probably going to get your family, your friends to be like, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you right now is that it's you versus you. Right. 
it's all in your mind. Right. It's not as bad as it is. Right. It's just you put yourself in the situation and you're thinking of roadblocks that's stopping you from success. Right. And that's all there was. I was already making it happen, man. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. I was doing is just waking up extra early before my shift, working on my business every day consistently for six months. Mm -hmm. And I created a second stream of income through digital marketing. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And then once I left, I was just like, you know what? I need to get uncomfortable. Mm. I, for the first time, I moved out of the Bay Area. Mm. Born and raised there. Didn't move out of the Bay Area until... I believe the age of 32, wow. I'm 35 now. Mm -hmm. So age of 32, moved, mm -hmm. moved to San Diego, um, new environment. I wanted to be next to the beach. Yeah. I just wanted to get inspired. Yeah. I needed the environment to inspire me. Yeah. I wanted to be uh, around people that actually did a lot better than me. Mm -hmm. Because once you're the biggest guy in the room or biggest gal in the yeah. room, guess what? You have grown the circle. Grown, yeah. yeah, and you have to go and find new rooms. So essentially, that's what my mindset was. Yeah. And I wouldn't even have been started thinking like this because my transformation of my mindset grows every year, every month mm. as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why I'm able to think at this time with this level of thought process is because I invested in myself. Yeah. And I got access to multimillionaires that were a lot more successful than me. And they would explain these things to me. They would mm -hmm. tell me, like, Paul, like... If you're staying there and you're comfortable, guess what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. You're going to let your foot off the gas. Absolutely. And that 130K, it's going to windle down. Absolutely. And you're going to get down to 50, yeah. 30, 10, and you're going to be like, what happened? Yeah. You're going to be trying these new things. If it's working, yeah. double down. Exactly. Delegate, get yeah. employees, yeah. and just go move somewhere where you can focus. Yeah. And yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down to, Ash, yeah. is, is the focus. Yeah. Yeah. So first year, 1.7. Mm. Second year, 2022, mm -hmm. 7 million wow. within the year. Wow. This year, mm. we're already on track, um, I believe, for a 23, 000, no, $23 million year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because that first offer, all it did was start mm. the creative and innovating yeah, thought process. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we started expanding into different offers mm. within the company. Yeah. And now we're into... Bitcoin ATMs, mm. which is the future, and that and that's what I want. That, that you know, I'm glad you pivoted there because uh, when I think about uh, a, the ATM business, yeah. 
I'm I'm actually seeing reverse ATMs. Yeah. Where New York, right? Like yeah. They're, they're yeah, actually like you go to an ATM and mm-hmm. instead of asking for cash, it's asking for your cash. Yeah. You put the cash in and it's giving you a debit card. Yes. Right. Because they want to take the cash supplies out, and so that was going to be my question. Like with with no one really using cash. Everybody mm-hmm. got Cash App, everybody got cards, everybody got, you know, Apple Pay. Like yeah. everything is, is becoming digital, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, how lucrative, you know, and, and but I mean the stats show that the ATM business is still by 2026 gonna grow, you know, at least by eight more billion dollars. Yeah. But long term, what the viability of cash ATMs are, but you're saying Bitcoin ATMs. Talk to us about that. So it's a mixture of both. So just to answer, give you clarity on the cash ATMs. Yeah. Cash is not going to be going away in our lifetime. Mm. And the reason why is because cash ATMs, it's all behind strategy. Mm. It's about placement. So essentially, there is about 25% of uh, people that live in the United States. Now, Mm. I come from an immigrant family, Mm. okay? Some of my family members were undocumented for a very long time. Mm. So essentially, they didn't have access to the bank account system. Mm. They didn't have access to credit cards. They didn't have access to debit cards. Mm, Right. So what else are they going to be using for currency? Right. Right, Cash. Right, Right. absolutely. And that's still going very strong Mm. till this day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have thousands, hundreds of thousands of people crossing the border, yeah. getting in here illegally, yeah. and they need to be provided a currency. Yeah. They're working under the table at these restaurants. Mm. They're not going to pay them with credit. Right. They're not going to pay them with right, that. Right. Nobody thinks about that. Right. And, and, and you, you know, it's, fun, it's funny you say that because my, you know, my back, I was a banker, right? So my background's from banking. So I used to work as a banker for 15 years, teller, personal banker, private banker. I was a CEO of a credit union. And one of the biggest things that we talked about in the bank was how many unbanked people there were crazy. in the United States. It's crazy. Right. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. So they, they are, I mean, I know it sounds bad, but it's the truth. And I, I run off transparency, man. Yeah. I just like to keep it real. I'm a straight shooter. Yes, sir. And, and that's why a lot of my clients, a lot of my avatar, my audience, they like me. Yeah. Because I keep it real, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nine to fiver. Right. That was, uh, I don't come from wealth. Right. I'm self-made. Right. Um, I'm still learning as I go. Right. You know, I have goals and aspirations of being bigger than where I am right now. Absolutely. So everybody can relate to my story. Right. At a certain point. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, it's true. No one talks about low income, uh, low income neighborhoods. Absolutely. Yeah. Who do you think are living in the low income neighborhoods? Yeah. Immigrants. Right. Undocumented people. Right. People that can't get a bank account. Absolutely. People that can't get a debit card. People that right. can't get a credit card. So right. guess what they're going to be going to? Yeah. The local ATM, ATM at the liquor store, exactly. at, at the uh, bodega. Right. You know. And, uh, e- and even those who you know who have um, you know like like even Cash App like. You know, you're gonna have to have a phone. You're gonna have to have service. Like, there's still some 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 barrier entries there. You know. And now with phones, mm-hmm. they run your credit. Right. It's like they never used to do that before. Right. Now they do it just to do it to see if you qualify for one of their different offers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, there's a lot of people that have still throwaway phones. Yep. You know. Exactly. Uh, my, my friends like to call it trap phones. Trap phones. The burners. Right. Next tell. Now yeah. I'm really aging myself. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah. Uh, people don't think about that. T- roughly 25 percent of people that live in the United States, mm-hmm. they're um, they need the cash. Right. So that's the avatar. That's right. the avatar for cash ATMs. Yeah. So essentially, that's why. 
I'm saying cash is not going away. Going as away. much as people want to say that, and as yeah. much as people, certain people um, that say, well, I never use cash. Right. Well, essentially because you don't use cash doesn't, doesn't mean, mean the rest of the world doesn't. Right. That's right. just the way I and, see and, it. And the truth is, like, there's so many people who have to continue to, go, to, to have cash. They have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially like, okay, what's the point of buses mm. if there's Uber? Right. That's true. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 you got to think about true. this thing. You got to open people's eyes. And absolutely. that's what I tell people. It's just a simple conversation. Yeah. Typically, um, they, there's not someone that they talk to that's been in the industry yeah. like, like me. Yeah. Or they'll talk to their friend. Of course, oh, that, yeah, that's a dead business. Well, yeah. let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Well, how long have you been in the business? Yeah. Uh, I haven't. So how would you know that information? Right. You know, that's why I like to go to the experts. I like right. to go and do my due diligence. I like to go do my research, right. buy books, educate yourself. It's an investment. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is what I am going to tell you. Mm-hmm. When you compare it to real estate, mm-hmm. okay, and I love real estate. Yeah. You know, I've been buying real estate since the age of 22, man. Wow. And um, with me, real estate is to keep your money. Mm. Okay. So it's not how much you make. It's how much you keep. Absolutely. Right. So with real estate, you know, your assets could go up in value. Yeah. You can store it and then you can always pull it out. Yeah. And with real estate, it always, always goes up. Yep. Traditionally, it always goes Absolutely. up. You just got to go through the waves, the hard waters. Right. Yeah. But what I can tell you with rental properties. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're investing what 20, 30, mm-hmm. 50k, mm-hmm. right? For that 20%, maybe that 3.5%, depending on what size property you're buying, mm-hmm. right? Atlanta, you could get mansions out here right. for like, you what know, for, for, for a nice amount. Yeah. But you're investing that money. And now what? What cash flow do you have coming in? Mm. 300 bucks, right. 500 bucks. Right. And now think how passive that is. Mm. Are you having the tenants? You're gonna have to deal with tenants. Mm. You have to deal with collecting rent. Right. You have to deal with uh, fixing uh, the appliances, right. all right. that jazz, right. Right? right? Folks don't take accountability for that. Mm-hmm. Now, you can invest mm. less than $8,000 inside a floating asset like an ATM with the cash inside, mm-hmm. and you can make $200 to $1,000 per month depending on the location. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. that. The risk versus reward. Yeah. The reward is extremely high. Yeah investing into a traditional cash ATM than investing into any, mm. any investment that I've ever seen in the market. Wow. And I've invested in quite a few. Right. I lost quite a few. I mean, that's just what it is. Right. You know? Wow. Wow. But, but BTMs, Ash. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So with BTMs, it's... And so uh, Bitcoin teller machines. Bitcoin yeah. teller machines. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a brand new investment. Okay. This started back... In 2018, essentially where the first bull run happened with crypto. When Bitcoin was going to the moon, Elon Musk was talking about Deutschcoin. And, they're, they're, you know, they were like, oh, everybody's going to be millionaires. And there, there was a lot of millionaires made with crypto, right? Mm-hmm. But essentially, I think what scares a lot of people once you hear the word crypto, and it even scared me, to be right. honest with you. I'm right. going to be real. It scared me is the, is the fact that it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional oh, yeah. roller coaster, man. Yeah. Because if you put the money in there, you can't see it. Yeah, you can't watch exactly. it. Exactly. You watch it. You'll have a heart attack. Exactly. <laughs> One day it's going to be up. Another yeah. day it's going to be low. Yeah. But that's just, the, that's just the way Bitcoin is. Yeah. Essentially, the good thing with these BTMs, okay? Mm-hmm. Think of money service businesses like Western Union, MoneyGram. Mm-hmm. People actually transmitting money to other countries mm-hmm. for their families. Right. I have a ton of family in Peru. I have a ton of family in Mexico. Yeah. I used to use Western Union, pay their heavy fees mm-hmm. to transfer $1,000 yeah. to my grandma. Yeah. Whatnot, right? Yeah. Now, mm. they have BTMs in every other country. We're actually the last uh, country to actually get BTMs. Wow. So essentially, they have in South America. They have it everywhere. 
So now, let's say if I want to send my grandma $1,000, mm -hmm. all I got to do is just text her mm. the actual crypto wallet, mm. which is a barcode. Right. It's a barcode just like uh, I used to get into this building, right? right? She gets in her phone. Mm -hmm. Now, I can actually physically put cash inside this Bitcoin machine. Wow. And she gets it instantly. Wow. So, what is the incentive for the owner of that Bitcoin Absolutely. ATM? Yeah, yeah. Here's a great part. 10%. Mm. So imagine a Bitcoin's $30,000. Mm. What's 10% of $30,000? Uh, $3,000. Exactly. Yeah. $3,000 mm. because you're basically brokering the deal. Mm. We charge because we do basically everything. Business in a box. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We provide you the machine. We provide you the armored vehicle service that's going to load it with the cash. Mm. We actually pay for the crypto. Wow. So you don't even got to come out of pocket for that. You're wow. just paying for the initial machine wow. and the setup. That's wow. it. Wow. So you're a passive investor. And the great thing about this mm. is we already have over 300 clients mm. that have invested since December. Wow. Right now, the way the crypto market is looking, it's going gonna, it's gonna to skyrocket mm. to the 50s, the $60,000 yeah. yeah, mark. And once it does, guess what? Mm. One transaction, mm. $6,000 mm. net profit. Yeah. Who's going to complain about right. that? No uh, one. Right. You're a broker. Right. That's what right. it is. But I always tell people, do your due diligence. Yeah. This is why I like to provide value. Yeah. I don't want to come off salesy. I actually provide a lot of insightful educational videos on my website, atmtogether.com. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Man, so just to unpack that, right? Because I think that, um, I mean, before, before I ask the question, like, so, so what's your thoughts on crypto and Bitcoin? Like, is Bitcoin... Going to a hundred thousand, like I know that's that's the that's the thought process. Like, yeah. is, is is Bitcoin like is is that here to stay? My thing is Bitcoin's here to stay. Yeah, it is a very safe crypto to buy. Mm. I would never invest into Dogecoin, those meme coins. Yeah, um, that a ton of people did, unfortunately. Right, 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 you know, right, right. that I, I, dude, I was seeing posts online people investing a hundred thousand, a million dollars into you know Dogecoin. They're yeah. like, I'm gonna be a billionaire. Yeah, and essentially they're a billionaire for a day, and then they all comes crashing down. Wow. Yeah. Um, you want to go for what is sustainable? Right. Bitcoin, Ethereum, they're sustainable. Right. When you look at everything that's happening with the government right now, and the government talking about FedCoin, yeah. starting their own digital currency. Right. That's a pretty good sign of Absolutely. where we're going, Absolutely. man. Yeah. So essentially, I'm not saying that because the Fed coin is going to happen and all that jazz, that cash is going to go away. No, it's going to take years. Right. I'm talking about and it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Right. You know, I'm right. currently 35. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's, 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 it's not. It's a big transition yeah. to get rid of cash right now mm -hmm. because ultimately there's so many people in the States that need it. Right. But then also think about the Bitcoin ATM industry. Mm -hmm. This is like investing in ATMs 15 mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. If you invest now, mm -hmm. guess what? Three years from now, yeah. four years from now, yeah. when the next bull run happens, yeah. You're wow. going to be like, yes, wow. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thankful I, I listened to that podcast <laughs> with Ash Cash and, and Paul so, Alex, you know? Right. So. And, and, so, and, so, and so, you know, with Bitcoin, with, with the BTM machines, right? Because you, you said something that, that I wanted to just, just be clear on. Sure. Uh, if somebody is investing in um, getting a Bitcoin machine, mm -hmm. um, it's not, they don't even need the money. Right, yeah. because it's because because it's Bitcoin business in a box. Yeah, they buy it right, and 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 essentially, um, you know, you you become the bank. So the money that they come, the the money that they're the people are withdrawing withdrawing from that Bitcoin machine is not essentially money that 
the operator has to have is coming from you. Yeah. And then what is it? Because of that, there's a split on yes. the fees. We're business partners. Yes. Mm. So essentially, the buyer who is buying the crypto, that's good. Yeah. they get charged 15%. Mm. Now, probably going to get a lot of people that are crypto enthusiasts yeah. hearing this. They're going to be like, well, that's BS. Mm -hmm. They could go online and get charged you know, 3 5%. Right. Here's the thing. BlockFi, mm -hmm. FTX. If you're familiar with this, okay, it went down, it went, went down online exchange went down mm -hmm. with a whole lot of money, mm -hmm. a whole lot of money that people couldn't afford to lose. Right. Okay. So what happens when you buy crypto in an online exchange mm -hmm. is that it gets stuck mm. within a week, week and a half. Mm. BTM's assistant. Wow. You get your money right there. You put it in, you get, you get it right there into your crypto wallet. Wow. Now, you as the investor, mm -hmm. you are essentially a broker. Okay, you're investing into a business opportunity mm -hmm. where we're going to provide you a business in a box, but we're the management team. Mm -hmm. It's equivalent to buying a rental property mm -hmm. at a different state and then hiring a management company. Mm -hmm. And the incentive for us is we don't make money up front. We don't make money off of selling you a business in a box. Mm -hmm. We make money off of the commissions. Mm -hmm. So we're incentivized to market to the audience to go and use your BTM. Wow. It's all pushed through SEO and Google, man. Mm. That's the biggest difference yeah, yeah, yeah. between cash ATMs and BTMs. BTMs, yeah. you actually control the marketing. You control mm. the audience. Right, right, right. Which right. is amazing. Right. So, 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 I, so I love it because now, now, I, now I'm thinking is like, you know, you got, you know, and I said this earlier, um, you got people who uh, are working a nine to five, they're looking for a side hustle. They're looking for additional income. You have an entrepreneur who's working too much inside of the business and needs a different way uh, to, you know, to to start bringing in money. You know, they can do the ATM business, right? They can still, uh, and then and then that requires some small capital. Uh, they could do the B, you know, the BTMs, the bitcoins, and that you know requires an investment. But now you become a business partner, right? And that and and you know, you know, as being a business partner, you're able to um, have this business and start and start, you know, cash flowing and making money based on the location, right? So not only based off of the location, but you also have us. We manage the actual marketing aspect. We manage the cash fulfillment. We manage mm. the crypto fulfillment. We manage the tech installation. Wow. We literally have clients in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You know, people in Los Angeles, they got money, man. I mean, it takes yeah, money yeah, to live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, keep right. it real, right? And um, But they own BTMs yeah. in Florida. Yeah. They own BTMs in Texas. Yeah. They have several BTMs. So essentially, I mean, anyone can do this. It's a great way to diversify your funds. Yeah. And then also, the return on investment is phenomenal mm. based on the investment that you're making, mm. okay? For real estate, like I said, you have to invest 20, 30, 40, 50,000. Yeah. What if you can invest that instead of making three to 500 bucks mm -hmm. off of one tenant, you can make anywhere between 1,000 to 6,000 wow. a month. Yeah, yeah. It's a game yeah. changer. Oh, absolutely. It opens your eyes. Absolutely. You're like, whoa, I need absolutely. to do more. Absolutely. So essentially that's what it is. It becomes yeah. very addicting. We have massive social proof already. Yeah. Like I said, we have over 300 clients and we have locations popping off like that. Yeah. Um, what I recommend is always do. And you help them find the locations though too. We do it all. Wow. We do it all, man. Yeah. So I built literally 
infrastructure. It's mm. very complex. Right. But we got call centers. Right, right, we right. have the customer service team. We have logistics. We have a BTM warehouse out here in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, I was just there uh, earlier today mm. before I, I did another podcast. But uh, yeah, man, we're, we're all over wow. and uh, we're not stopping. And, you know? and, and so what, what are the risks involved, right? Because this sounds this sound awesome, mm -hmm. right? Because this is literally... Um, the solution to a lot of what people are asking for, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, a side hustle that uh, allows, you know, gives them, I know somebody watching this right now could use an extra $13,000 a month. They're like, they're like, All right, <laughs> how, do, how do I sign up, right? Yeah. Um, but what, but, but what, what risks are involved, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like every business, there's always a risk. Yeah. You as an entrepreneur, you as an investor, you always want to look and see what is the minimal risk mm -hmm. that an investment is going to be for you. So for BTMs, essentially it is the wait time on the actual nurture of the location. Because mm. <clears throat> let's say a liquor store, for example, mm. you put a fresh BTM on there. Are, can you expect transactions to automatically happen like mm -hmm. that. I'm going to tell you flat out, no. no yeah. You might get lucky. We've had clients mm -hmm. make like $1,500 wow. <laughs> like within a week. And they're like, yes. Right, like, right, right, and they're, right, right. they're just flowing, man. Absolutely. Like It just happens to be that somebody walks into the business yeah. and they use it. And I mean, they're, they're pumped, right? right? And that's great for you know online marketing and social proof. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I like to run off transparency because these clients, trust me, I, I have more than one business now because I've been able to hire employees. I hired, you know, uh, my, my previous friend who was a sergeant of police. Mm. Now he's my CEO. Wow. He, 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 by, by him being the CEO of my company, he not only now, like, he's like, dude, I should have been an entrepreneur. Like, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> but I not only that, yeah. but he's been able to 30X his income. Wow. Just off of 30X. 30X. And that's wow. just, you know, essentially believing in your your friend or, you know, your business partner mm -hmm. and just going with it. And essentially it's the vision. Yeah. So the same clients that have purchased ATM packages, mm -hmm. they've also purchased BTM packages. Wow. I just launched a new offer, which this will be on another, you know, podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. but with essentially with residuals with credit card machines. Mm. And that's network your net worth, man. Wow. I, I, I literally, um, met a couple of great entrepreneurs and I figure entrepreneurs from Los Angeles right. the mid and merchant services industry and right. dude oh my god when I could tell you we could do remote credit card machines for anyone in the United States wow that's the new venture that in itself <laughs> became a seven figure business within five weeks of launch wow. launched it solo went back to my roots startup yeah. I was like I'll be back guys yeah yeah and uh, literally made that happen now hired a CEO actually from Atlanta mm. uh, has heavy 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 um experience with digital marketing himself so mm. right now he's just building the systems wow and we're getting that flowing but this the same clients that have purchased the atm packages mm. purchased the btm packages right. and they're like wait paul's creating another company right what is this I went in. they're exactly yeah, yeah yeah they buy into that and guess what now third company's coming but it's more for business owners that want to scale their business yeah. so essentially it doesn't stop man yeah, so yeah. you're an entrepreneur yeah you got to go diversify right yeah that's exactly what i do wow. but i i go with two different options usually for folks because wow. I like wow. to provide value Absolutely. Absolutely, is number one, even though it's a boring business, might not be the sexiest business right, right, in the world. Right. It makes money. Absolutely. Simple. Absolutely. Or two. And, and, it's, and it's not time, time, like it's not time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that I tell people. So essentially when you look at the risk to mm -hmm. go back to that main question, okay. Yeah. If a location doesn't work out, mm -hmm. you just have to wait a few months for us to relocate that BTM to another location. Okay. And that's it. 
Oh. That's the risk that you take. Yeah. It's just your um, urgency right. to make the money. As long as you know you're in it for the longevity, right. this will be for you. This will right. be the right fit because it's ex exactly like real estate. Real mm -hmm. estate, we don't get buying rental properties and mm -hmm. we're going to be instant millionaires. Right. Okay. No, essentially what I can tell you right now, okay, from the time that I was still busting my butt, working nine to five, 60 to 100 hour work weeks, and investing in real estate. The reason why I was investing into real estate at that time is because that's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But essentially, it, it didn't make me rich. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, it, uh, my net worth was up there because the value of the property, even though I had debt, right? right? Now that I have a little bit of money, mm -hmm. I'm able to spend a little bit more on rental properties and all that jazz, but to keep more, right? Because you get taxed more as you make more. Absolutely, yeah. But what I tell people is essentially when you are starting a business, you're looking to cash flow, you're looking to make an additional source of income, mm -hmm. look into a business that's going to cash flow, right? not something like real estate where right. you're going to put a chunk of money right. and not really cash flow that much. Asset, exactly. And yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, you know, bashed by a lot of real estate yeah. gurus yeah. and influencers, but, uh, they're going to say, no, real estate's the way Yeah, it is. It yeah. is the way it's a longevity play though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a very longevity play. Most people are not willing to wait. Right. Mm. And that's, that's what we give them. That's, that's what we true. give them. We give them a business in a box that instantly cash flows yeah. and that's the difference between us we promote our clients 24 mm. 7 that's all we do wow i don't talk about myself man i could care less right. about promoting myself right. I, don't, I don't use social media for for social for uh, personal right i don't none of that mm -hmm, it's just straight mm -hmm, business mm -hmm. and to actually contact my clients my mentees and of course uh business associates yeah and so and so and so if you if you're choosing between um atms and real estate you choose the atms all day all day all day. All day. Yeah. Essentially, this is what I tell people. Mm -hmm. My whole strategy, mm -hmm. what I was able to create for me is a nice network of mm -hmm. different businesses diversified is I started with the ATMs to cash flow to the point where it was at. Mm -hmm. And I used that cash flow to invest into other assets mm -hmm. like real estate. Right. right. Okay. Right. And you could do it the other way around. Yeah. But you're going to use a lot of your time mm -hmm. doing the real estate gig. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, nah, I love it. And so you, you have a, um, you know, a community. You have a, uh, you know, free master class yes. that, you know, you want our insiders to uh, be a part of. Talk to us a little bit about your master class. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually going ahead and I'm teaming up with my good friend, Nehemiah Davis. Salute. He does event spaces. He's a digital marketing. Yep. Great guy overall. And he's a, he's an Inside the Vault alumni, you know. <laughs> exactly. Great guy, man. Yeah. I always have to say what's up to Neo. Yeah. Um, and we are actually going to be doing a, uh, we're still deciding whether it's going to be a five-day challenge yeah. or whether it's going to be a humongous master class. Yeah. But it's going to be called the BTM Mastery com guys yeah. btm don't forget that btmmastery.com where you are actually going to learn regarding investing into bitcoin atms yeah. cash atms yeah. and other investments as well i'm yeah. bringing a lot of people with a lot of knowledge your network is your net worth 100%. i mean i'm a big believer in that yeah 100%. and we're about executing yeah so. yeah and and you know you know this, this is important you know definitely we'll have the link uh down and below so you can also um join um, but it's important also to, you know, hear about the different opportunities that are out there, right? When you think about 
you know, when, when the gold rush happened, right, and there was opportunity, it was those who kind of jumped on the gold rush at the time that took advantage of it. When a dot-com boom happened, right, it was okay. those who were right, you know, at the, at the crust of this opportunity. Um, and so you always want to, uh, you know, just be aware, right? Understand, like, what it, like what's going on in the world right now? What are the different opportunities? Um, you know, it's intriguing to me, especially, like you said, from an ATM perspective, uh, it is a, you know, a low, low barrier to entry, right? Very low. Um, and so when you're talking $2,100, when you're talking, uh, you know, $3,000, you're talking about literally $5,000 investment mm-hmm. uh, that could, could help you cash flow. And, if, and look, if you're, if you're uh, you know, uh, uh, avid insider, you know, we've had many shows that talked about how to get access to capital. So even if you don't have the money, we have shows that you could go back to where we're teaching you about how to fix your credit, how to create an LLC, how to get uh, money from a from a from a from a bank, yeah. right? And and let's say you you know let's say you liquidate a credit card at thirty thousand dollars. Now you got enough to get your six ATMs and now create that cash flow for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many clients. I have over 2,500 clients across the board from cash ATMs and BTMs total. Um, and I've had a, a good amount of them actually use zero interest credit cards. Wow, yeah. One of the ones that I used in the very beginning mm-hmm. was, and here's some free value for you guys, is the American Express Blue Cash credit card. Mm. Zero interest for 12 months. Yeah. That's going to get you enough to actually buy your business in a box, mm. start cash flowing within 40 to 60 days, wow. and then you could just pay it off as you go. Wow. Now, the great part about this, guess what? Once you start your LLC, I'm pretty sure you said this in your other uh, podcast, yep. is that it's a write-off. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a write-off. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to help you with your taxes, guys. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, a, that's a lot of value right there. All right, y'all. Listen, I need y'all to tap in with Paul, tap in with Neo. Y'all got to check out the master class. They're going to teach you everything you need to know about the ATM business, about the BTM business, um, and really just add another uh, investment, you know, something to your portfolio. Whether you have a portfolio or whether you're just getting started, this is at least, at minimum, something to check out, something to just see if, if it's, you know, if it makes sense for you. Um, if somebody wanted to connect with you, where can they, where can they, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely, guys. You guys could follow me on IG, Instagram. He's on IG, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> on Instagram, guys, Paul Alex Espinoza. It's basically my full name. And then you can also check out the website, www.atmtogether.com. And don't forget, BTM Mastery, you guys. It's coming up in the next few weeks. Hope to see you guys there. We're going to be dropping so much value for you guys and some free resources as well. All right, y'all. BTM Mastery. Tap in with Paul. Alex, yo, we are closing out the vault. Another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, make sure you visit us. Go to our website, insidethevaultshow.com. Need you to like, subscribe. Need you to rate, review, all that good stuff. Me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you follow me. Uh, I am AshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. And again, make sure y'all join the abundance community. You know, we got we got Paul behind the scenes giving us some more gems that he didn't drop on the show. So make sure y'all tap in. I'm gonna see y'all next time. Same time, same place, in God's will. Peace.
The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.